Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now, you're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Back in Phoenix, site of Super Bowl 57, rolling through this Thursday edition of Pro Football Talk Live. Joining us now, a guy who has had four straight 1,000-yard receiving seasons. Quiet. Quietly one quietly, of the best receivers in quiet football. Quiet guy. He's been sitting here patiently waiting to start the segment. Chris and I have been cussing up a storm. He hasn't flinched. He's Tyler Lockett, Seattle Seahawks. Tyler, welcome. How are you, buddy? Man, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Great to be here. Great to see you. How you feeling after year number? I'm doing the math here real quick. Eight? Is it eight? Damn, old man. man. You're feeling, getting old on us. Feeling old. <laughs> feeling old. Mentally, I'm young, but my body feeling a little bit old. But, man, it's just a blessing to be able to have that opportunity to play my eighth year and just to be able to excel. And it was fun. You know, new team. And it, it had a lot of ups and downs, but it, it was really a year to remember. It, is it always crazy to all of a sudden become the old guy in the locker room? Like, I played eight years, and I remember yeah. in seven, you're, like people started calling me, I'm like, I'm 30 years old. People are calling me <laughs> old man. Like, what the heck is going on here? Yeah, I mean, it was a little weird um, just knowing that you're the old head. Um, you know, it was cool that I was able to get voted captain, so that was the first time I ever got voted captain. Yeah. But. Um, just learning how to be a captain, learning how to talk to people, meet people where they were. And like you said, like I've been a part of, what, eight different draft classes. It was a little weird for me because I've seen a lot of people come and go, but you know I've seen a lot of people that I think will stay for a while too. Yeah. What's it mean the first time you pull that jersey on and it's got the C on it? Man, it, I mean, for me, like it, it was just really the fact of the respect that I had for my teammates. Uh, just having to see it doesn't mean that I have to do anything that I haven't done before. It just really just being able to know that this is how my team sees me and what they think about me. And it's not about me living up to an expectation, but I've already become what they wanted me to be. So like I said, meeting people where they were, um, the hardest part was being able to understand the difference between being a leader and being a friend. Mm. That's one of the hardest things. One yeah. of my teammates, Penny Hart, was saying you can't be a leader and a friend. So you had to be able to find a balance of when to be a brother and when to be that teammate that everybody might hate at that moment, but you know you're doing what's in the best interest. 
It's well That's a great said. way to put it. It's a great is, way to put right? it. I haven't thought of it that way. You think yeah. of coaches that way. Yeah. You don't think of teammates that way. But there are times where not just the quarterback, but somebody else who's wearing that C has to step up and maybe show a little tough love to get guys pointing in the right direction. Exactly. And it wasn't easy. But, you know, when you have a, a, a lot of guys that are on the same page, um, a lot of older guys who kind of believe in the same thing, it makes it easier to know that you have a backbone full of people that will be able to speak for you as right. well. Right, support your message or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about, you know, one of those leaders of your team or your offense, even Gino. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you've had experience with Gino. Did you really expect this type of year with him before the year to where he was just going to capitalize and be one of the better quarterbacks in football? Yeah, I mean, I thought that Gino was going to be absolutely amazing. A lot of people didn't, but, I mean, it, it was fair for them to say that because they never got the chance to see him. Right. Um, we're talking about a guy who hadn't gotten the chance to play in a while, but what they don't understand is with Gino being on a scout team, he went against the ones every single day. So he's going against the best defense that plays on Sundays every single day. Right. And so he's preparing. He's running different systems that these teams are running, being able to prepare our defense for the teams. And so once he finally got his opportunity, when you add in all that learning and stuff he did with scout team, now he's able to have variety you know, as a quarterback, and he's able to understand how to attack different defenses, what plays work and stuff like that. Right. So once he got that opportunity, man, he ran with it. Well, he definitely did. Well, speak to, like, you know, I don't think people realize his physical tools are what they are. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the one misconception, I think, that I know we tried to explain to people in the year. I was like, with him, because I, you know, Gino used to work out with my family a little bit. I go, man, he can really throw it. Like, yeah. And he's big, and he can move. Like, talk about it. Like, you know, Russell Wilson's got a good arm. Gino's arm, every bit is good, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, having an opportunity to play with Russ and play with Gino. Like, I played with Russ for seven years right. and learned how to be able to play with each other. Like, we understood each other's chemistry and how to build. Um, another cool thing for me is being able to have that chance to build that same chemistry with Gino, but I only had a year so far to be able to build it. Yeah. And so a lot of it went with just the communication and and our our mentality of the game, understanding how we see the game, how we perceive it. Um, already kind of had it with Gino because with that Big 12. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. people don't talk about that Big 12 football, but Big 12 really plays a difference. And so the way that we played, that's the same mindset that he wanted to have, me as well. And so when we watched film, when we talked, we were always on the same page. And sometimes we weren't, but we were more so on the same page than we were. Yeah. First season without Russell Wilson expectations were low and you know they say only one team's really happy at the end of the year but you have to be happy that you made it to the playoffs and yeah it didn't work out but again it only works out ultimately for one team right. do you feel like it was a win it was a good year for the Seahawks I, mean, I feel like it was an amazing year um, like you said I mean one of the easiest things to do is to play with no expectations and so for us um, we went out there and we really didn't have anything to lose we had everything to gain um, I think there was a lot of experience had a lot of young guys play and with a lot of young guys playing, you really don't think um, from the outside looking in that a team like that is going to go to the playoffs. But when you talk about the draft that we did, when you talk about the players, how they came in, they put their head down, they worked. Like, these are the people that's going to be the cornerstones of the foundation with the Seahawks. And so they, they play, like, phenomenal. And I was just excited to be able to be there and watch them and how they played and how they practiced. And I think they were the most rookies that we've ever had that played that many amount of snaps. Well, speak about the freaky one. 
Kenneth Walker. Oh, like, man. T- t- I mean, because I, I love his game. I, we, we both do. I mean, talk I about I thought he was going to have a 300-yard game at one point. Yeah. There, the way uh, he ran the ball. When we were in camp, I, I was telling people that he's the best rookie i ever seen in my life. Right. And a lot of people wouldn't have been able to see it without him being able to get those opportunities. But when he has the opportunities, he's one of the most explosive players that I've seen. He can make cuts and still be at the same speed that right? he was before right. he made the cut. So, I mean – um, you know, I'm happy for him because he was able to still be healthy. He was able to play a full NFL season um, as well as another numerous amount of rookies. But, man, just the way that he played at a high level, um, embracing contact, not running from it. No, he doesn't. Understanding when to get the first down, when to get out of bounds. Like, all of those things are what, if he can learn that now as a rookie, oh, like, sky's the limit for him. You know, you got another freak on the offense, and you and I are about the same size. I can only imagine <laughs> your reaction when D.K. Metcalf walked through the door the first oh, time. Oh, yeah. I mean, DK is just a creative player. Like, that's somebody when you play Madden, you're like, this is what I want my receiver. It's not really fair, but I'm going to do it. This is how fast I want him to be. Like, this is, like, the body size and all that. Like, that. that's that's a creative player right there. And so um, just having the opportunity to go out there and, and, and watch him play is kind of cool because, you know, you see a physical receiver and then you see me that doesn't shy away from contact only when it's time for me to fall (laughs) to make it to another down. But you also learn how to be physical and running routes. And so there's some guys when we play, I got to be more physical with them running routes, just like DK's physical with them, how he does it. And so we kind of are able to learn off of one another as well as Sanjay, our receiver coach, helps us out. Right. Uh, All right. So I want to, like, ask you about the Super Bowl a little bit. Right. I know you didn't play the Eagles, but you yeah. played the Chiefs later on in the year. I wasn't there. Oh, that's right. You weren't there. <laughs> yeah. You're right. It might have been different. Maybe you guys would have scored more than 10 points. But, but like, you were there for the week of preparation, right? You mm-hmm. you didn't even get in the meetings that week, I really? I was getting surgery. It was total surgery hospital yeah, week. Damn, that's you only You only missed right. one game. Yeah, but yeah. I was I was out in Cali getting surgery, so I wasn't there the whole week. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, I've watched the Chiefs enough. All right, so, so well, give us at least the spiel of what the team thought and what some of the guys thought during that week kind of getting ready for the Chiefs. Well, obviously it was a very, very cold game. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So um, throwing the ball is a little different. But um, going against the Chiefs defense, like we know that the Chiefs are really good at defense. Um, they play a lot of man, play a lot of cover two. You don't want to get in those situations where they get the play cover two because right. then – you allow their Chris Jones and crazy and Frank right. Clark and all of them right. to be able to get to you. Right. But the Chiefs are really good at being able to control the ball, um, stay on the same page. And so I think the Super Bowl is going to be a really good game, man. Like the Eagles are really good at RPOs, knowing when and how to take deep shots. Um, they got a quarterback that can be able to run also. Yeah. But I think the defense is going to determine who wins the game on both sides. All right. So we'll go. Give me a give me a little lean then. Let's go. Don't be a chicken here. <laughs> All right. Who are you thinking? Like who are you leaning towards right now? I think it'll be a score of like twenty three seventeen Chiefs. Twenty three seventeen Chiefs. Okay. We're both on the Chiefs in a similar manner. I think you went twenty seven twenty four. I went twenty eight twenty four. Fifteen is the difference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Eagles are a great team but they don't have Patrick Mahomes. All due respect yeah. to everybody on that team, but there's only one Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but the Eagles have one of the best defenses to play, yes. too. So yeah. if they come to play like they did against San Fran, right. it's going to be tough to beat them. Yeah. One thing I noticed this year, Tyler, a lot of former Seahawks seem to take some glee in Russell Wilson's struggles in Denver. What was the mood in the locker room? How closely did you guys follow the Broncos? Were there guys that were – Pulling for him? Were there guys that were kind of like not all that upset that things didn't go well? Give us a sense of what was going on behind the curtain. Well, I mean, I think, I think you know, you got to separate the two because, like, for us as a team, everybody talks so bad about us. And so just from 
the media talking bad about us and how we were going to be as a team, it made you want to be able to prove everybody wrong. And so, if anything, it brought us closer together as a unit. But that doesn't mean that we wish, like, failure, you know what I'm saying, upon the Broncos. Like, we wanted, we wanted the Broncos to be just as good because we knew what they were getting. Russ is a phenomenal talent. Um, you know, he's, it's a reason why he won one of the most games in a 10-year span. Um, he was a great leader. Like, he, he was a definition of hard work and dedication. All the stuff that he did with us, that's what made us, like, learn how to be great. That's what made us learn how to be able to, to be great in secondary routes as well when it came to scrambling because we knew that as long as we had an opportunity, it didn't matter what the score was. With Russ, we had a chance to be able to win. And so, I mean, for me, like I said, I played with him for seven years. So, I mean, I developed a great relationship with him and all that type of stuff. Um, it sucks just to be able to see and hear how people are talking about him and everything. But, I mean, you know, the way that we look at it in our faith is, like, if people ain't talking about you, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. And so, like, for him, you know, I wish him all the best. I wish him the success and all that type of stuff. But, like, I don't know what it's like to be a primetime quarterback and to be able to have all eyes on me at all times. And so, you know, I, I, I try to be the best friend that I can for him and stuff like that. All right. Well, all right, you're a damn good talker. You're a damn good <laughs> receiver. I don't know about salesmen, all right? I've been on this NFL su- DirecTV Sunday ticket for a long time. Let me hear this DirecTV stuff here. Well, you know, when my dad played in the league, I was on DirecTV watching it. <laughs> you were there, that, too. That's how I right. had to do it. But, I mean, you know, just truly blessed just to be able to be a part of the DirecTV family. Um, they've been a leader for nearly 30 years, um, the ultimate destination for NFL fans. But, you know, one of the things I want to talk about is how we get the team up with the Ronald McDonald Housing Foundation. Yeah. Um, the super cool thing about that is they're providing access of entertainment to kids that are in the hospitals, keeping the kids and families together. And one of the things that's super cool, too, is that for me, being with DirecTV and the Ronald McDonald Housing Charity, I get to be a part of the um, Cornhole Tournament tomorrow. Wow. On Friday night, and we'll be representing the Ronald McDonald Housing Charity. I would whoop you in Cornhole. Yeah. I'll whoop you. I'll take you down. Yeah, it's easy <laughs> to talk on TV, huh? <laughs> yeah. Cornhole is the one game that looks so much easier than it, it really is. is. Right. It's like, all I got to do is throw this bag in that hole, <laughs> and I get a chance to slide it in. That's nothing, and then right. you do it. Yeah. It yeah, I don't know. It just goes in for me. So, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> how, how do we take what the Seahawks did this year and push it higher? Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing, man, is it's hard to say because we're in a league where it's not just about football because you, you have great seasons and now you got to deal with the outside world of football. You got to deal with the money. You got to deal with the families. You got to deal with the opportunities. You got to deal with the media. And you got to learn how to be able to have balance. And so I think one of the biggest things for us is we got to continue to teach balance on our team to be able to understand how to separate off-field, on-field, and being able to have that same hunger and motivation. We can't have those games like we did last year where we just thought, oh, we're going to win this game. Look, we're on a six-game winning streak. Right. You know, it's, you got to be able to be hungry and stay hungry. And I think that loss for San Fran really pinched a nerve to where a lot of people are like, nah, we just don't want to get here. We want to be able to keep playing to the end. Tyler Lockett, one of the 32 nominees for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, one of the best things you can do, one of the best things you can win. We wish you all the best tonight with that. We wish you the best going forward. When we return, Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders right here on PFT Live. Appreciate it. Phoenix, Arizona, site of Super Bowl 57 coming up in just three days. We've got plenty more work to 
to do here. The cactus giving you the middle finger again. Yeah, there it is again. You I should, should give it the middle finger back, but not not now. Wait. No, I won't yeah. do it. Go now. out there well, and do it. Go I out should. there and do it and take a photo okay, of it. All fine. right, here's uh, some video that you may be interested in, especially if you love great running backs. One of the best in the NFL. The winner of the FedEx Ground Award for 2022. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs. Josh, welcome back to the program. Man, thanks for having me. I've been around so long that I remember meeting you at the Super Bowl. We interviewed <laughs> you coming out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. What's that been? Five years? Four years? It's going on five. Going, going on, on five. five. He's ready wow. for that new contract, yeah. Mike. What do you, uh, that's why he balled out this year and led the NFL in rushing. He's ready. He's ready to get paid time. <laughs> How much motivation did you take from the fact that they didn't pick up a fifth-year option? Um, I, I tell people, I told my agent, he, he was like, he was laughing about it last night. Um, I told him, man, I was like, I didn't really want him to pick up my fifth year option um, because it was, uh, I think, $8 million at that time. And um, I was like, man, I'm going to be a year older and then they could still tag me and things like that. I was like, I'd rather just, you know, be in the driver's seat and, and, and try to ball this season and however it go, like, you know, the weight be on me. Right. So that was the thing that was really, like, on my mind. Um, I could say the thing that frustrated me was was playing in the Hall of Fame. Man. I was going to ask you about <laughs> yeah. that. Like, what the hell? We were yeah. there. Yeah, that's that was the one I was kind of like, yeah, that, that one kind of felt the type of way. Do you, well, think, what, you think coaching staff was trying to send you a message? Yeah, definitely, tell us. Yeah, Definitely, definitely, definitely trying to send me a message. Uh, or they were trying to see how I respond. Either way. I ain't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked, I yeah. think. It, it, there's yeah. a little, little fire under well, your butt you there. You earned the C, right, eventually. Oh, yeah. What did that mean to you? Man, that meant a lot, man, because, you know, I feel like on a day-to-day basis, I, you know, I lead, you know, and um, just by not, not only just words, but, like, you know, by example, I come in early, I, I get in the building, you know, an hour and uh, hour and a half, two hours before, you know, we needed to be there, and um, I just kind of, you know, put my head down and worked, and, you know, I'm – I talk to the guys all the time, you know, and um, just try to, you know, lead the right way and, you know, be a, be a, be a great example of who a Raider is. Yeah, right. All right. So I've, I've been a part of both of the cultures you've been a part of here five years in, right? Yeah. I was Gruden for five years of my life, and then I got some Josh McDaniels too. So tell people. Like, both can be mm-hmm. successful. We know that. I'm not trying to say anything bad about either yeah. one. Just tell people the difference, like at least in Josh Jacobs' eyes. Yeah, you know, Gruden is very, like – I can hey, say man, like eccentric. Gonna, yeah, go, you know man. he's. We're gonna. I'm gonna make this play. Hey, what's up, Rob? <laughs> you hey, know, he, he, you know he gonna talk a lot. Gruden gonna talk a lot, and he gonna show a lot of love in the meetings and things like right. that. I'm gonna get you the ball. You're gonna do this. Yeah, he's right. one of them guys. Like he, he, he is very like uplifting in, in every moment that he can. He can show have. you the Roger Craig video, catch oh, the ball, yeah, and you're going. He, you could be that, right? Exactly. Right. You know, trying right. to trying to motivate you that way. You know, and uh. Josh is one of them guys. Like, oh yeah, we gonna show the bad, and you gonna figure, <laughs> you gonna figure it out. But I like, I like that too. Like, he, he's so real. You know, they're they're two different people, right? Uh, but man, their minds, uh, you know, football minds is is, it's is amazing, crazy. right? It's crazy, man. It's on another level. Like, I always feel like I know a lot, and then I meet a, somebody that knows a lot more, and I'm yeah. just like, wow, like it's it's, it's dope. So so also. Explain the language of the offense, because I've done this with Mike a little bit, yeah. like oh, West Coast yeah, John Gruden. Yeah, yeah. No, you've done it on a video that we see all the well, time yeah, where you I butcher can't it. spit it I out. I butcher, yeah, yeah. I, I butchered it, right. And at first, my, there's a rookie video of me. I couldn't spit out a Gruden play, right? It was nine miles long. <laughs> yeah, but it is long. What, what, you, Gruden, you're in West right slot, 72Z bingo, you split, right? Mm-hmm. Spider 2 wide banana. Spider 2 wide yeah. banana, right. Yeah. And then Josh McDaniels came in, and you were like, what? Like? Man, you know, his his is so much different. Like, he got the numbers in the formation. His numbers. His zero numbers, flood slot. Yeah, you know, and it's like One zero outside. flood slot. And then it's like the, the next number is the protection and things like that. But then you have to learn all of that, 
and then you will still have to learn a one word. You right. know, like he would have a one word, cold word, things like that. Uh, man, I would definitely say his, like, to me, his was a little harder it picking up. It's harder. It's, it's harder. It was harder picking up, you right. know, and it's, and it's so much like audibles. It's like three audibles. More rules play. and details yeah, in the exactly. plays. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So a year ago, you didn't want them to pick up the fifth year option. Now you're approaching the period where they can apply the franchise tag. Yeah. What do you want them to do? I mean, obviously, I wouldn't want to get franchise tagged. I mean, I feel like nobody really do. Um, but. To me, I wouldn't mind it if, you know, they got the right guys in the building around us. You know, like they got, a, you know, some guys on defense figured out the quarterback situation, got, got some guys up front. Then I would be like, okay, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't mind coming back, you know, on a, on a franchise tag. But if you want me to come back and be the hero, then you have to pay me like a hero. You want that yeah. franchise tag to turn into a long-term deal? You don't want oh, yeah. to do one more year, right? Oh, yeah. Nah, nah, man. I mean, I want to be a Raider for life. Uh, and, 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 you know, I, honestly, man, I – I don't want to play this game too long. I want to re- I want to retire when I'm 30, you know. And still healthy. Still and healthy and, and go about my, you know, being able to play with my kids and things like that. So They shouldn't even be able to franchise running backs after year no, five. No. They should not. It's, it's a BS, you've earned, you've really. You've your shot to go get right, paid. Right, right. Um, all right, well, how about, like, you know, Derek Carr, mm-hmm. that situation. Yeah. Right? Just hit on that a little bit. That was like. I, uh, I don't know if we saw a future with Derek Carr with the Raiders, but we were shocked it happened that abruptly. Yeah. What was it like in the locker room? It was definitely weird, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like we kind of – you can kind of see the signs that something was going to happen. Right. Like, you know, the year was already – like the, the season we was having was already, you know, we right. we lost that last game where we knew we weren't going to go to the playoffs because we had to right. win out. Lost the Steelers Yeah, game had the Steelers. Third, we right. knew we had to win out from there. So yeah. we, we knew then, you know, that our player hopes was over. So we already kind of knew, like, they about to shake some stuff up. Right. You know, because they don't got nothing to lose at this point. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't know that it was going to be like They're that. The quarterback. Yeah, you, right. know, you right. know what I'm saying. And uh, when we didn't see him in meetings, you know, the, that, that next morning, we kind of just put all the pieces together and was like, okay. And then, you know, a lot of the guys were like, all right, Steady, let's go. And then Steady stepped into that role, man, and I, I seen Steady, like, literally become from a guy that barely spoke to, like, vocal and being a leader and things like that. I was just like, okay, that's why I with him. Yeah. Rewind yeah. it, though. We we know it all fell apart after that loss to the Steelers, but when was the first time during the season where you just kind of paused and thought, something may not be right here? I'm not going to lie. Probably It was probably, like, week – Week nine, I think like Jacksonville maybe. After when you guys didn't pull that out in the end, yeah, Here's like your schedule just yeah. We look, that's week nine. nine. Look, right. week look at nine. you. Yeah, look at so you. so, I remember. I remember like New Orleans beat us. Like they beat us. They right. whooped us. You right. know what I'm saying? Like shout outs to them. Jacksonville, uh, you blew opportunities. We late blew in the game, it. We right? blew it. Right. We blew it. And that's when I kind of knew because I was like, man. Besides two games, every game that we lost, we lost by less than a touchdown. Right. So I was like. Clearly, we ain't figuring it out. Whatever it is that we missing, like we there, but we not there. We not we not close enough. And uh, that's kind of when I was like, man, I don't know how this season <laughs> this right. season about to go. Right. The um, I gotta ask you about you know the team in your division that's wearing red and white in the big game, right? Yeah. Tell give come on, give me the scouting report. What's it like playing the Chiefs and and, and especially that defense? Yeah, I mean I love playing against them, man. Uh, just because they're they're good, man. They're a good football team. Um, and you know, it's funny. That I was I was talking about them earlier. I'm like, you know, when you play them at the end of the year, that they're almost a different team, like a completely different team than, than the beginning of the year. You could tell that they're stepping into their playoff run. You Super tell, Bowl mode. You could tell that they're they're locked in. So you knew that, like when you stepped on the field man, in know, pregame, you were you like, uh oh, the Chiefs are ready. You know about the first drive, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know about the first drive. What what type of time they on? Right. Uh, but man, I, I I say I like playing against them just because, man, you know. 
they're the cream of the crop, really, if you think about it. They've been to, what, Super Bowl of the last five? Three of the last four, yeah. five of the five last AFC championships. Yeah, man, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's been crazy, you know, like just, just what they've been able to accomplish. So I always like to play against teams like that because I always measure myself, like, okay, where am I at? Like, if I'm going against this elite defense and I have a good game, then I know that, like, you know, I'm not too far off. Defense is more physical than it gets credit for, Kansas City? Like, I oh, know yeah. you played the 49ers. Right, no, they are. They are. They're a lot more physical, and they're a lot more uh, disciplined than people think. Right, and, you know, and they send a lot of different uh, looks, looks all the time, Bliss, blisses and everything. Like. Right, but the thing is too, though, you know, the Eagles they got probably the best offensive line in the league right yeah. now. You know, so just to be seeing that matchup, I think that whoever wins is going to be the guys that whoever up front plays better that day. Yeah. Do you have your your private wish list of teams you would want to join if you <laughs> don't stay with the Raiders? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You want to share it with us? We know you want to stay with the Raiders. I want to stay one. with the Raiders. I want to stay that. with the Raiders, but right. Is there any situations out there you look at? It's okay to say them. Uh, yeah, you know, somewhere tax free. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the idea. So, yeah. Hello, Tampa, Jaguars. Miami. Hello, Buccaneers. You know, Hello, somewhere, Dolphins. Somewhere that. Somewhere right. in that range. The Dallas Cowboys. Yep. You yeah. know, somewhere right there. Okay. <laughs> you know, Houston, that ain't, that we're just trying to help your you know? market, man. Don't worry. Yeah, that's what yeah, we're here man. for. We're, but we're a player show. Josh, you said earlier you want to retire when you're 30. You had 393 touches mm-hmm. this year. Do you want to keep doing that and just not gonna, leave it all out there? Or do you, would you mind splitting a role with someone? It just depends on the circumstance I, I, to me because I feel like if the game is on the line, I always want to be in the game. I don't care what the circumstance is. Uh, but I ain't going to lie, this year, I felt good. I, I was coming out of games until like week 13, 12. I was coming out of games where I felt like I didn't even play. Wow. I didn't even have bruises. Like, I didn't have bruises. I didn't have scratches. I'm coming out the game. You know how you take a shower and you be ready like, ah, oh, what's about to burn? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not feeling nothing. I'm like, man, I just feel like I just went out there well, and ran it up. Well, <laughs> you're a freak of nature. That's where I want to – I mean, first off, how – of course you don't feel anything. How freaking thick are you? Right? I mean, we've been up here with running backs all week. Nobody is as thick as you. <laughs> so, it. all right? I mean, that's a, so give us give the people at home the real measurables right now. What are you weighing right now? Like what what, what are we running between the tackles at? Uh 225. 225 yeah. and you're what? 59 and a half, 510? Yeah, 510. Now, okay. He didn't he like that 59. Yeah, he tried me. It's cool though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before right, we let you go, this has been great. Um <laughs> tell us about FedEx and your uh, FedEx Ground Player of the Year award. Yeah, man. So they uh, it's a fan vote award this year, and um, I mean, well, every year, and um, so it's it's an honor to have it just because you know the fans get to see what you actually did, and it's a great appreciation that I have for that. Um, they also donated twenty uh, twenty k to any HBCU of, of my choosing. It's awesome. Um, yeah, man. And I chose Langston University. Um, I chose them because they are forty minutes away from where I grew up at in Tulsa, um, and also. It was, it was the first college I ever went to. You know, I was in, like, fifth grade, sixth grade, first college I ever experienced. And, you know. Um, Good for you, man. Yeah, man. I know the coaches there. They came around into my high school a lot and things like that. So. Yeah, it's, it's good to give back to them. Way to go, FedEx. I got my FedEx account. I know I'm giving a lot of money to FedEx every year. Well, I got that account. My thanks. wife, she needs it. <laughs> Josh, great stuff as always. Congratulations on your success and all the best in free agency, whether you stay with the Raiders or end up somewhere else. We're sure you're going to have another great year. There he is, Josh Jacobs. We'll be back with another JJ, Justin Jefferson, here on PFT Live right Uh-oh. after this. <laughs> Thank you.
Vikings from their own 27. Kirk back to pass. He's going to heave one to J.J. to the right. Jefferson leaps to catch it. He caught it! At the Bills 40! What a grab! Are you kidding me with that catch, J.J.? That's one of the most cold-blooded receptions you're ever going to see in your life. I guess all of those uh, strengthening the hand workouts kind of worked out. Yeah, like when I was falling to the ground, it's like everything was in slow motion. Here he is. There the guy who made that catch, the catch of the year, the catch of the decade, the catch of the century, the catch of a lifetime. <laughs> oh, man. Justin can you just Jefferson. Get, can you get what the catch day blown that up was. and send him an autograph What a picture? day that yeah, was. Right. I need to, huh? Yeah, yeah, I you need, need to. to. <laughs> it's your fanboy over here. Hey, I'm, not even gonna, I'm not even going to try to hide it. I don't give a shit. I've been waiting a long time for this. <laughs> yeah. No, man. I was joking before we came on. You know, I got to live with this guy, Mr. Viking. Man, and it's just at every moment me and you were laughing because it's just throw it to Justin Jefferson, throw it to. Je- I don't know why he didn't throw it to Justin Jefferson there. Well, Mike, he had four guys on him. Yeah, but you just throw it up to him. It doesn't matter. It's Justin Jefferson. But that's so. what happened in that moment, right? Kirk Correct. told you, I'm Correct. bringing it your way. Game's that's on right. the line. You jumped up and caught it. You yeah. proved you could do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, that's that's what we've been talking about the whole year. Uh, just having that trust in me, having given me that opportunity to go make a play for us. And uh, during that time, we needed we needed a play. Fourth and 18, uh, you know, you can't really do too much. There's not much that you can do. Everybody's going to drop back. Everybody's going to sit at the at the yard markers. Uh, you know, he just told me he was going to throw it up to me, give me an opportunity. And uh, it's one of the biggest plays that, that happened, uh, especially this year. I, I mean, what is it about the NFL game that you have just come in and been so comfortable <laughs> with? I mean, you were the man in college, don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. But you're doing, we're talking Randy Moss type stuff. And yeah. it's like, well, what about the NFL game that suits you so well? Um, I don't know, man. I just have that confidence with me. I always had that confidence with me as soon as I step on, on that field. Uh, you know, that, that goes with the, the chains that I'm wearing right. to, the, to the glasses that I'm wearing pregame. Uh, all of that is just having that confidence, having that swagger out on that field, uh, and, and then I, I'm in that playmaker, man. I'm, I'm in that mode, and when I when I get on that field, and I wanna I wanna kill everybody that steps in front of me, and uh, I always have that chip on my shoulder ever since I got into the league. So uh, I always carry that every single game I play. So so like in the NFL though, do you feel like they know how to feature guys like you more though? At least Where, for sure, for right? sure. You know, it, it's it's more of a, a business, and it's more of a just get our best guy right, that ball right, all right, the time. Right, right, right. It's not like you know. It's not like college where you have so many good guys on what team, right? Uh, and you want to give everybody the ball, right? Nah, it, here's is we want to win, and we got to get the best player of the ball. Yeah, and uh, and, you know, I feel like we've been doing that this whole year, um, and you know, Kale definitely helped out with that. Yeah. When we talked to you last year at the Super Bowl in L.A., Justin. Kevin O'Connell had just gotten the job. You yeah. were very excited about it. Yeah. You envisioned that you would be the Cooper Cup of that offense. We're yeah. a year in. How do you feel about the first season, and what do you want to see change year two? Well, I, I mean, I felt like it was a great first year for him, uh, for him to come into the building. Um, you know, not us not having, you know, a good year uh, the past year. Um, you know, knowing the role that he was going to, you know, make me play uh, coming into the building. And I was excited as soon as I heard the news. 
And uh, as soon as I seen the playbook, I was even more excited. Uh, you know, him being able to motion me in so many different places, being inside, being outside, backfield. Uh, it was so many different things that I could do in the, in the offense. Uh, you know, where it got difficult is when they started tripling me, doubling me, you know, and just trying to take me away from the game. Uh, and, and that was when, you know, he it was his hardest moments trying to figure out ways to, you know, give me the ball being doubled. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's difficult for him, uh, you know, trying to find those ways. But I feel like he did a great job. And, uh, I mean, we're going to be even better next year. Well, all right, let's get to the elephant in the room then. Just a double, <laughs> getting double, fourth and eight. Right, because I tried to explain at least through the quarterback perspective. Right, like they were playing a coverage on you on yeah. that play where yeah. there was two people on you. Right, right, all right. right. and doesn't matter. Uh, it, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. matter. Well, I, but, but but there is a, there is something to that. I mean, I'm sure you would probably go, yeah, just still give me the shot. I'll I'll yeah. go up and get it. Yeah, I but, mean, but you don't get mad at a quarterback correct. for a play like that, correct. right? Explain yeah. that to people a little. Yeah, no, well, you know, a lot of people. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, Kirk's not coming on this week, so I can see it. Don't really he's matter. letting it go. He's letting it fly. He's not liking the Kirk Cousins right now. Well, um, you know, a lot of people don't really see the, the whole picture of yeah. the play. You know, they, they see only a cutoff of, you know, the routes that we run. Right. Uh, but it definitely was a double team uh, during that moment. Of course, they're going to double me fourth and eight. When yeah. we, need, we need that uh, catch. We need those yards. Uh, but, um, you know, there was many moments where Kirk gave me that, that type of ball and I was able to go up and, and grab it. Uh, and I definitely felt dur- at that moment I wanted Just him to give do me the it. Chance, yeah, right. I, yeah, I wanted, you know, right. of course, the, the best receiver on the field, yeah. the best player on the field. Uh, I felt like I should have got that ball. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I wasn't, you know, mad about it. I wasn't, you know. Uh, heard about it. Of course, I would wanted that opportunity right. to, to get that first down and for us to, you know, go make a, a game-winning, you know, touchdown drive. But but you got it. You understood. Yeah, what I, he under- had I understood. To I was double teamed. He had you know, Dexter a, Lawrence bearing correct. down on it's, him. It's a it's a tough it's a tough throw to make. Right. You know, I, I wasn't tripping on it, but I, of course, I would have wanted that opportunity. So he's telling you to back off a little. Back off. <laughs> he still got to work with the guy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. It all ended so abruptly, though. That was the word that. It, Coach O'Connell yeah. used, Kirk Cousins used, because it felt like you guys were just going to, like always, yeah. we're just going to go late. down, yeah. go for yeah. two maybe, right. forget right. about overtime, and then right. punch the ticket to the next one, right. and it all ended so quickly. That's right. what was hard, I yeah. think, for a lot of people to process. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, you know, being in the first round of the playoffs, uh, I mean, uh, the whole year people have been telling us, you know, we're fluking, uh, you know, we're, we've been getting by by the skin of our teeth, having, you know, all of those close game wins. Yeah. But, you know, those those games don't come easy. You know, winning in the NFL is very, very hard, right. it's, especially to go 11-0 and in close game wins. Uh, it's something that I felt like just didn't just happen. You know, I felt like we, we came together. Uh, you know, we were situational masters. We went over situation yeah. all the time. So uh, I felt like the coaching staff did a great job by doing that, you know, especially towards that late game, uh, going and trying to score on that late drive. So you expect that vibe to continue next year? That- that toughness, that grit, that ability to pull out the close wins because you understand situational football, the coaching staff has you guys locked in. You guys kind of transform to a higher yeah. level when it's time to go get the win. Yeah, I mean, of course, I don't want to be in those type yeah. of close games. I wanna, I wanna be up by 21 points and just yeah. be cool and chilling on the yeah, sideline. Right, right. <laughs> that's 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 what we want. We like, man, we didn't have not one game where we just 
blew out a team. You know, we just cleanly destroyed them. Yeah. And uh, every single game, we was like, this the game. Yeah. This game. All right, nah, this the game. Nah, <laughs> all right, this the game. And it just didn't happen. Uh, but, you know, it happens like that. Sometimes it happens like that. Sometimes we got to get those close game uh, wins. And uh, hopefully next year, you know, we, we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I, I always like to, because you're very secure in yourself, so you give honest answers. Like, who was who – was, who, who gave you your toughest challenge this year? Who was the guy, you know, and I got your schedule here in case any of you want to, but, like, yeah. who was that DB that you're like, damn, I, I didn't think I was going to have that type of day or um, he made me earn my money that day. I know you and Jair were going back and forth a little bit. Uh, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you this year yeah. because not one not one really res- uh, corner played man-to-man. You me felt like man locked man. you up a lot uh, or did me, that. Uh, played right. me man-to-man. Right. Uh, I felt like it was a lot of cover two man yeah. with, with a safety over top. Right. So, right. Uh, I mean, if, if there was somebody that really you know, played me I know man-to-man you would. the whole I know game, you would. I would definitely tell them. But uh, I feel like I got a lot of double teams, a lot of triple teams this, this me, season more uh, than all right. others. So let me ask you one more along those lines. Give me a receiver right now that you got your eye on in football that you kind of just go, ooh, like that guy is the real deal and he's not getting the love like he deserves, right? And I'm uh, uh, here's some of the top receivers in the game right now. If you want to look at them, right? You know, but it, anybody that you guys played or anybody that you looked at that you were like, "Wow, man, I didn't realize he was that," or I got mad respect for his game. People don't realize how good he is. Oh yeah, Amon St. Brown for sure. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I feel okay. like he, he definitely is on the come up. Uh, I mean, just talking to him at the Pro Bowl, being with him at the Pro Bowl, he's a cool guy, uh, and he's a great player. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just seeing his film, uh, playing up against him right. uh, twice twice uh, a year, uh, I mean, he's, he's on the come up for sure. He's yeah. a great player, and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to going up against him uh, next year. Yeah. Chris and I both believe that receivers are the best athletes on the field, best athlete than any in the professional planet. sport. Yeah. The ability to run explosively, yeah. get open, hand-eye coordination, track yeah. the ball, get it. But you have one thing that is unparalleled in my 50 years of watching football, and that is you hold on to it no matter how hard they hit you. Yeah. Do you practice that? Where does that come from? <laughs> I mean, no matter how hard they blast you, yeah. no matter how hard you hit the ground, that ball never pops out, and people would understand it. Yeah, yeah. sometimes the ball's going to come out. It never does. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's very hard to practice that because, I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't practice just You don't get hit, hit like that. Right, yeah. right. You don't practice just getting hit. Uh, I just feel like it's all about just concentrating, uh, concentrating on the ball, uh, having strong hands, strong grip. Uh, and just wanting it. You know, I just feel like I always had that dog in me as soon as I step on the field. So whenever the ball is in the air, I'm trying to hold on to it. I'm trying to go grab it. And uh, I definitely felt like I, you know, I got targeted a couple of times this, this year uh, just by, you know, safeties looking me dead eye to eye and yeah. waiting for me to, you know, make that inside cut. So, uh, I mean, I've I, I just been trying to do whatever it takes to, to make our team have more momentum and give us that extra edge. Watching the Giants game in the postseason, it felt like they were coming at you yeah. extra, you were a extra man. early. Two, three guys. Right away, he was all worried about his baby. <laughs> hey, they're like, hitting my they're guy. They're hitting Justin Jefferson <laughs> hitting my guy. <laughs> Did you feel that on the field? Did you think they were doing that? I mean, I feel like I feel like it's been I've, it's been like that every team we play. Uh, I feel like the Jets was even one of them. Uh, I got hit what three times that game uh, as soon as I touched the ball. So, uh, I mean, everybody's been focusing on me, trying to take me out the game. Uh, not in a dirty way, uh, but you know, just just physically, just not trying to let me get you know over 100 yards, having had giving me that impact of the game. Uh, but uh, I mean, it is what it is. When you had that target on your back, you know everybody's trying to take you down. Everybody's trying to make that hit on you. 
Uh, but, you know, we're going to keep moving. And after you get hit like that, you get to go home and lay down on your sleep number bed and recover. Oh, right? baby. Correct. Having the best sleep of my life. <laughs> Tell us more about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, last year we was talking about the same thing, partner up with sleep number. Uh, again, it's the same thing, uh, being able to partner up with them uh, for the second year. Um, I mean, it's always great to, to sleep in that bed, having quality sleep, uh, being able to track the amount of sleep that you're having each night uh, and even long periods of time. So uh, it's definitely, you know, the, the better sleep, the better performance. I, I, I got to get one. I really do. I, I, I've, uh, I'm very intrigued by them. Um, 80, 80% of the NFL players have are getting on them right yeah, now, right? So right. It's definitely the thing. It's when you're in the, the sleep number with your significant other, are you a big spoon kind of guy or a little spoon kind of guy? Which, which one oh, are you gone. there? I'm a little spoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. See, spoon. look at that. I like, <laughs> I like to get warm. Yeah, I like to be toasty. You want her holding you. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> so, so tonight, tonight, you're probably going to win the Offensive Player of the Year award. I voted for you. I got one of the votes. Appreciate that. Uh, Appreciate and, that. And, and we give out our own awards at PFT. Really? And I you voted are, for you, see, too, he didn't know. So you know. He didn't know. <laughs> I did. You, you, you are we our website. <laughs> you're our Offensive Player of the Year. Oh, so yeah. we've kind of started that. a thing, even though this is going to get expensive very quickly. <laughs> Whatever you want as a prize, we'll send it to you. So okay. what do you want? McCaffrey asked for a – Christian McCaffrey asked for a putty, a putter. So now he's on the hook for a putter. So, and you're a Viking. Make this count, man. No, no. no. I mean, Make don't, it I count. I for a car or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as much as you car. can, push the limit hey, here. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a PC gamer, man. I'm going to need me a PC, dog. Oh. Need, what do you need? A new PC. A new PC? Yeah. What kind? I'm going to have to get I'm gonna a gig of that you on that. All right, send it to me. Right, I love it. Hey, ain't no brand new car nothing, so you ain't got to come out your paycheck. Hey, let me tell you. You want a Super Bowl? I'll buy you a car. Okay. That's a bet. Guaranteed. Hey, y'all heard it now. Y'all heard it now. I'm going to get a new car. It's probably going to be a Lamborghini or a Bugatti. Yeah, that's right. And I'm going for a ride on Mike's money. Right. Uh, all right. I like right. it. Justin Jefferson, awesome work this year. Appreciate all you. the best. Go get that ring next yes, year. We sir. don't want to see yes, you here sir. next year. For sure. I, don't, I say that I to a bunch of guys. Year, I don't want to see you here next year. For sure. For right. sure. Appreciate we'll you having me, man. PFT Live right after this. Quaker has been a trusted name in breakfast for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, and the ballpoint pen. And while a lot of things have changed since then, some things have stayed the same, like the great taste and quality of Quaker oats. Quaker has something for everyone, like old-fashioned and quick oats, great for cooking and baking, or instant oatmeal in different flavors and varieties, whether it's lower sugar or added protein or fiber. Quaker oats can satisfy the whole family. There's even... Quaker Fruit Fusion, with real fruit pieces, added vitamins, and no artificial colors for a bold start to a bold morning. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats in your local grocery store. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You know, Mike Floyd, I don't know if you know who Lupe Fiasco is, but he has a song and it's called, and it says, if you are who you say you are, well, the lights are on, the camera's here, the people want to know. Joe Flacco says he's elite. Everybody's watching this weekend, Joe. We want to know. Show us. Now, is that part of the Lupe Fiasco song, too? Was it about Joe Flacco or are you... Do you, are you Revising the lyrics on the fly. Well, I, I, when I added Joe Flacco's name, that, that was the Sean King remix version. I, you know, P. Diddy, that's my you, that's Sean. That's the Sean. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy on the left. It's been know. a long Who 10 years of dealing people? with this guy. Holy cow. Sean King, our old friend. Good to see you in guys. The house. What up, man? Yeah, man. I'm excited to be here. Good. Like, I want to say I've lost some weight, but I'm not sure. I know I added some right. beard. I'm not sure either. Right, I don't know. Right. I don't know. You got some more clothes Still on, too. Still the same great personality. Definitely. <laughs> Sex appeal is at an all-time high. Absolutely. Green yeah. room, giving it to Imani Tumor, oh, any yeah. of the former players. Yeah, we, you had just great, take we had a over. great time, man. You look the same, Mike. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah you I do. Know, I don't. Young, just vibrant. More no, gray. Gray hair. Yeah. Gray hair. But this shows your experience. That's right. Well, you know. It's too late to change it now. You can't go back. Once the gray's there, it stays. So off we go. So how you been? I've been great. Uh, I'm excited. Super Bowl is here. Super Bowl week. I'm a part of it. I'm next to my old teammate. My old buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I out. knew my days in Tampa were numbered. I'm sitting. I'm watching the draft. Uh, we got a lot of things that we need to feel deficiency-wise. I didn't think quarterback <laughs> was one of them. And uh, with the, what was it, 97 Six or, or something? Yeah, yeah, select right. the Bucks select Chris Sims. And I look at my mom and I was uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you were great to me. That's oh, man, always. I, you really were. I always great say this about me. Brad Johnson. Still right. one of my best friends. Right. Right. Brad did what anybody else would have did. They offered him a, a, a big contract. He took it. Right. Uh, couldn't ask for a better team. Right, he was. He That's set right. the tone for us. I, right. I mean, he was. No, it, it was truly a team that, of course, won the Super Bowl. They didn't need me. Sean had already gotten to an NFC Championship game, but that's where you guys were selfless, and right. I, I did respect that. And he helped me along with the Gruden offense and the psychoness of Gruden. And wait, I'm like, damn, Gruden hates me. He just he mother effed me for an hour straight, and he's like, no, it actually means he likes you, so you know, calm down, right? You know, just and I didn't really believe me. that. I just was telling you that <laughs> yeah, it worked <laughs> because it's it like worked. the psychology. Like people don't understand how hard it is to play quarterback in the National Football League. And if you don't like or you have an issue with your coach, yeah. you have no shot at <laughs> right, being successful. Right. So I just was as a mentor, older player, like, man, don't worry about it. Yeah. He love you. I was like, I didn't really like him either. <laughs> I mean, he benched me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> what, what, uh, what do you miss most about playing? The locker room. The locker room and payday. Those are the two <laughs> things. Like, it's just an organicness that exists in the locker room where mm. everybody can be honest, candid, uh, to a fault. Yeah. And – you deal with it, whether you agree, disagree, and you move on. Right. And the world, life, isn't even remotely. No, not like that. <laughs> like that anymore. Yeah, so, that's what's addicting So about you it. miss that that authentic atmosphere. And then on payday, I mean, come on, you get paid 
for a full year over 17 checks. And, you know, that's look real good. Oh, oh. <laughs> have I ever told you that? So, I mean, we're on stories in Tampa. So, I mean, yeah, he's right. And they used to, in Tampa, did they pay us every week they or every, every other week? Weeks. Every yeah. two weeks, right? Some real big so, numbers. Uh, big numbers, right. So every two weeks. And, you know, I'm a rookie. And, you know, him and Sapp and Simeon Rice and Derek Brooks and Rondé have been great and taken me under their wing. Well, I know what my rookie third round check looked like. Okay, it was a good number. Don't get me wrong. But damn, Simeon, Simeon Rice had just got the $20 million guaranteed, like the first guy ever. And I was like, damn, I, I got to see what that check is. I got to see. <laughs> and I went in his locker and opened up his damn check and looked at the number. And I was like, holy, holy crap. And about two minutes later, he walks in the locker room. And he's like, hey, who? Dog, dog, dog. Who's been in my locker? Who's been looking at my check? And I'm like, me? You know, and he looked at me and he's like, you. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. I just had a look. And he's like, oh, you rich ass. You're Phil Simpson. All you had is money growing up. You know what these checks look like? So, but it was an all time Curiosity great normally kills the cat. It I does. guess you scurried away. <laughs> I scurried away. I made good enough friends with him. He didn't want to kick my butt. One of my all time favorite stories, and I need a refresher on it. You, Rodney Harrison, Luke McCown, yeah. Arizona. It was Josh. <laughs> oh, Josh McCown. McCown. And yeah. uh, Rodney had hit Josh McCown out of bounds. And, I mean, me and Josh, we didn't have a relationship me and Chris has. Like, we coexisted, but, like, we weren't buddy-buddy. Buddy. You were right. back up to Josh right, McCown. Was, right, and I definitely thought that I should have been the starter. And I didn't probably handle that as well as I should have, but I'm always protecting my teammate. So we're going into the half. And I'm at Rodney's head. You a bum. Like, you hit the quarterback out of body. I'm, I'm, I'm chirping. So Brady's in front of us. Rodney stops, turns around. I'm a bum. You can't even beat out this bum. And Josh is standing next to him. And Brady turns and makes this little snarky little giggle. And, I mean, I've never felt lower in my life. Like, I don't know what to do, what to say. Because I couldn't just, you know. Yes, I am. Right. You know, Josh is just Rodney. Really, he got me that time. Rodney got me that. Only time in my life I've lost an argument to a light skinned guy with good hair. Only time in my entire <laughs> life. Shout out to Rodney Harrison. Oh yeah, yeah, he's good. He's still a good. You know, he can still talk. He really can. Oh yeah, yeah. They kicked our butt too, by the way. They, oh, I'm, man, I'm they sure. Beat us, beat us like a drum. I'm Big sure. game three days away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's your lean? I'm going Mahomes and experience. Uh, I think for Philly, they've. Not had an easy path, but they've had a very yeah, we agree advantageous with you path right. to get to this game. Right. Just look at the uh, level of competition from the opposing quarterbacks. Outside of Aaron Rodgers, they didn't really encounter any elite quarterbacks this season. This Chiefs team, yeah. Justin Herbert twice, Joe Burrow twice, Josh Allen. Oh, their schedule was, like, yeah. So I think they're better right. prepared for this level. And I think that's going to showcase itself Sunday. So I'm taking the Chiefs to win the game. I, yeah. Well, we've come we both the feel same, the same way. Same way, right? I, like I've been saying, really from day one when we got out here this week, I go, it would worry me a little bit. Like you said, the schedule. They haven't had to really play a meaningful, tough, battle-tested game in like six or seven weeks, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, I think as ex-players, I think if you and I were on a team like that, we'd go, "Damn, are we going to rise up?" In this moment, all of a sudden, you as an athlete, you know you're confident, but yet you think of those things. They haven't mind. had to play from behind, no offense or right. defense. Exactly. They haven't been in a situation where they really had to pull a game out late. So there are some things that we just don't know about this Eagles team. Now I want to tip my hat to Howie. He's done a great job of assembling definitely a, a great roster. Uh, I want to acknowledge the fact that Jalen Hurts. When you look at that draft class, 
I mean, he's gotten better every year. What he else has. can you ask from a young quarterback? Right. A completion percentage, uh, yards, touchdowns, uh, yards per game. Like, he's getting better. Is he a complete product? No. But he's headed in the right direction. If you ask Jets fans, if they wish Zach Wilson's career arc looked like a Jalen Hurts or, or Mac Jones or one of those other guys, then I think a lot of people would, would say, yeah, we wish they were heading the same direction. Yeah, I hear you. He's done a lot of great things. I know. I mean, listen, I'm taking my heat over Jalen Hurts. So, you know, listen, it's a great team, like you said. People are starting to try to put him in the class already of a upper echelon that I'm not ready to put him in. I know you wanted to get at me a little no, about No, I didn't that. want to get at you at yeah. all. I just think, I think sometimes we look at things, and I'm not talking about you. I'm yeah. talking about overall. Right. And I'm the kind of person that would always push back if anybody tells me that Patrick Mahomes is in the same category with Tom Brady and Joe Montana. He's not. He hadn't been in the league long enough. He hadn't had enough seasons under the sun. Yeah. Now, if you ask me about his talent, it's unique. It's unicorn-like. Right. I think he's He's on a trajectory right. to be in that but way. But he still right. has to do it. Think right. about what we thought of Aaron Rodgers at this point in his career and what we think now. Yeah. Yeah. If I you just said then that Rodgers is only going to be in two Super Bowls 10 years from now right. and only have won one, right. we'd be like, you're crazy. Yeah. And he just hadn't got it done. So I don't want to put the – the, the, the cart before the horse when it comes to Mahomes either. Right. But I also like to acknowledge that Jalen is headed in the right direction. He is. He is. We're no, getting up no against doubt. the break here, but I just realized something. You know, this is the first Super Bowl with both quarterbacks starting the game, black quarterbacks. It would have been you and McNair 23 years ago. Ooh. Still looking for that referee. That definitely was a catch. Right. I haven't been able to find him yet. I, I put all my minions on Twitter. We were looking for him. The crazy thing about that before we go to break, we didn't know the play was being reviewed. That was oh, one of you those didn't burn a manual catch yeah. that sparked 20 years of know. what's a catch. We had called timeout. We were in the huddle. I had called the next play. Right. And we were breaking the huddle, and the ref was like, hold on, go back. Right. Damn, I know. That, that, that's got to eat at you still. I mean, it, eat at, it eats at me now. Right. It does. I, I, He's say, told me that before, too. Those yeah. playoff losses stay with you forever. That's what I was talking about, uh, Joseph Asai from the Bengals. He's going to live with that the rest of his life. It never goes away. Yeah. The hard thing for me was, and I think this is where Jalen does have an advantage, if you have never failed on that stage, you still don't understand the magnitude of not succeeding. Yeah, I hear you. Like, it sucks for me because Hardy Nickerson, Donnie Abraham, those guys that helped build right. that Tampa they team never weren't got there, there. Yeah, when we right. won it. Right. And we were that close. Hey, right. we're up against it, so tell us real quick where we can see and hear you now. Well, you can catch me at uh, VEASAN. Prime time, 3 to 6. Uh, we're on YouTube television. You can download the app. Uh, we have a whole lot of fun on the show, as I know you, as you can do. imagine. Yep. We also help you make some money. So I'm super excited about you. Follow me on Twitter, at RealSeanKing. It's a truth-only zone, though. So if you're afraid of we the truth, We only know the truth. Not that's, the all, truth. that's all we know. Yeah. Well, right. it's great to see. I can't believe it's been 10 years. I still can't believe that was both of us. I can't even remember that moment. So much happens when you talk football, but always had fun talking football with you. I had a T-shirt on with a, a button-down shirt. That probably wasn't the best choice. And remember how you signed <laughs> off, because we're signing oh, off. Absolutely. We're signing off in 10, My man, nine. Sean Here we King. go. Oh, it's Chris's oh, fault. We don't even get falling. to see Sean shoot oh. the arrow. Did you really <laughs> fall? When I did. It, it broke. See oh. ya. Oh, oh! <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. 
Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution.